Recently at a speaking event, former President Barack Obama warned the left that these ideological purity tests were resulting in circular firing squads and they were effectively firing at their own allies. Now, to many of us, we just refer to this as the left eating itself, something that is so common there's a phrase to describe it. Now, from this, we've seen things like the walk away campaign, where former Democrats announce why they're leaving the Democratic Party. We've seen the rise of disaffected liberals who refuse to identify as conservative are liberal, but refuse to adhere to dogmatic intersectional ideology. And then we see the response to that. The progressive wing of the left refers to traditional and regular old liberals as alt-right or conservative. Groups like the intellectual dark web, for instance. Today, let's take a look at exactly what Barack Obama had to say about the left eating itself. And I want to show you several examples about how the Democratic Party is changing and kicking out liberals. But before we get started, make sure you subscribe to our new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash subverse videos. The goal of this channel is to produce straightforward news, on the ground reporting and expert interviews so we can cut through the spin and the bias to the best of our abilities. If you want to support this video, just share it on social media to help spread the message. Our first story from Vox, Barack Obama warns against a circular firing squad over ideological purity in politics. We have to be careful in balancing big dreams and bold ideas with also recognizing that typically change happens in steps, Obama said. While taking audience questions about the frustration that comes with lack of change, Obama expressed concern about a lack of compromise in Washington and said he specifically worries progressive politicians could be alienating potential allies, saying, one of the things I do worry about sometimes among progressives in the United States, maybe it's true here as well, is a certain kind of rigidity where we say, oh, I'm sorry, this is how it's going to be. And then we start sometimes creating what's called a circular firing squad, where you start shooting at your allies because one of them is straying from purity on the issues. The former president said he believes this approach weakens movements and that those that would like to see a progressive agenda have to recognize that the way we've structured democracy requires you to take into account people who don't agree with you. Obama ended his speech by advocating for patience and incremental change. We have to be careful in balancing big dreams and bold ideas with also recognizing that typically change happens in steps. And if you want to skip steps, you can. Historically, what's ended up happening is sometimes if you skip too many steps, you end up having bad outcomes. The story adds, when speaking about immigration in Sweden, Obama said, we can't label everybody who is disturbed by immigration as racist. You know, that's a self-defeating tactic. You push away potential allies, people who maybe just haven't thought about it. But if they're exposed to new information and they're meeting people from other countries and they understand the nature of these different traditions and they see that others are eager to work with you, then suddenly they go, ah, okay. Hearing that come from Obama reminds me of exactly why he was elected twice. A lot of people try claiming that Trump supporters are all racist, that if you wear a Trump hat, you're a racist. And they seem to forget that many of these same people who voted for Trump voted for Obama twice. And today, because of the extreme dogmatic rhetoric, the lies and the smears, people are walking away from the Democratic Party. And this could not be better exemplified than a comment on the actual walkaway campaign video. If you're not familiar, a man named Brandon Straka created a video called Walkaway Campaign, Why I Left Liberalism and the Democratic Party. While I don't think he necessarily walked away from liberalism, and the reason for that is that the term liberalism is being smeared and bastardized by the regressive left, 
He does bring up points in this video about why he's walking away, to which many people responded. And conveniently for this video, the first comment when I opened the page, 41 years old, voted for Obama twice. First time in my life I voted for Republican and he won Trump 100%. The second comment, I've always been a Democrat, but I smelled the rot at the beginning of Obama's years in office. Anyone who criticized him was racist. And earlier today on my second channel, I made a video about how this tweet was going viral and it takes a statement from Trump out of context. Trump, when talking about MS-13, referred to these people as animals. However, this man, Mark Elliott, framed it differently, claiming Trump was talking about asylum seekers. In response, one Twitter user, the right Melissa said, this is why many people are walking away from the left in droves. Your lies and deception are on full display. Aren't you ashamed to lie like this? If Trump is so bad, why do you constantly have to make up stuff? Everyone knows he was referring to MS-13. So if you're to ask me, one of the things I see happening is that when you actually watch the news, when you do the research, you see these lies and you think, whoa, that's not true. Are they lying about Trump? There were personalities from CNN and MSNBC pushing that lie. There are going to be people who reject the Democratic Party, not on policy, but on principle. They feel angered that they were lied to and tricked. And so they'll just go vote for Trump kind of as a chaos vote. How dare you lie to me, they say, and they leave. Some people are no longer being exposed to the actual ideas from the progressive or liberal side because of their aggressive behavior and the lies. Many people I meet who claim to now be conservative haven't actually heard arguments from the left or from liberals because the liberals are way too intolerant or they're lying. So when these people actually seek out information, they no longer trust the media. And now the only people who are around them who are engaging in conversation are conservative. But of course, the people who actually want to engage in rational debate, a rational conversation, not even debate, are often smeared. And the intellectual dark web is a really, really good example of this. Someone recently wrote a blog outlining the actual policy positions of people in the intellectual dark web. And guess what? They're overwhelmingly liberal. Even Ben Shapiro, the most conservative member of what's considered the intellectual dark web, is still pretty liberal on many issues. This is a blog post by a man named Daniel Meisler, a visual breakdown of intellectual dark web political positions. It turns out the IDW is mostly a collection of disillusioned liberals looking for a place to have honest conversation. The intellectual dark web is what happens when the media lies and the ideological purity circular firing squad fires at their own. You end up with a chart like this, which is really absolutely interesting. We can see that Sam Harris, pro everything. In fact, even up to Jordan Peterson, the only thing that Jordan Peterson apparently disagrees with is man-made climate change. Ben Shapiro, being the conservative, is actually still mostly in favor of many liberal positions. But the intellectual dark web, Sam Harris, Eric Weinstein, Joe Rogan, Dave Rubin, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, mostly liberal. So why are they so often maligned? Actually, a really interesting point is brought up by Daniel Meisler. He says, I did a post recently about Renee DiResta being on Joe Rogan's podcast. And in the comments, I learned that she was evidently some sort of shill for, I'm not sure who, I guess for the Democrats. I also learned recently from other readers that Joe Rogan was alt-right. Really? Joe Rogan, a conservative? The mediation cannabis comedian who's for gay marriage and pro-choice and income equality? I then made the mistake of thinking Dave Rubin was conservative as well, since he's often labeled that by the extreme left. I'm an MMA fan, 
And I have followed Sam Harris since the very beginning. So Rogan and Harris were already in my awareness, and thus I could tell when they were being maligned fairly easily. But when it came time for me to describe people like Ruben, I realized I was committing the same errors as everyone else. And again, he said, that's how Dave was labeled by the extreme left. And he believed it. I think the most important couple of words in that blog post, disillusioned liberals. Dave Rubin has said publicly that he would prefer to vote for Trump over these identitarian regressive leftists, even though he's basically liberal on all these positions. And if someone like Dave, who is a gay married, pro pot smoking, liberal guy, has felt this way, you have to imagine that there are many other people who feel this way too. Obama's right. Unfortunately for Obama, I think I think he's playing softball. He's trying to be calm and rational to convince people like, hey, you know, we've got to talk about this. But I believe he's preaching to deaf ears. The people he's trying to convince are ideological purists. They believe everyone else is alt-right. They lie, they smear, they cheat, as I pointed out earlier. They, they're sharing a video of Trump talking about MS-13 and they're claiming he's talking about asylum seekers. It's just not true. What's going to happen then is there are going to be people who say, I don't care what your stance is, you're a liar, you're aligned with liars. And this causes a huge shift for the Democrats, which can be particularly dangerous in the coming years if you're someone on the left. I'm only going to highlight these things quickly because I talk about them a lot. But this is a Gallup poll showing that most Democrats want more moderate policy. And in this report called Hidden Tribes, we can see that the left wing is only 8% and the right wing is 25%. The issue is that traditional and passive liberals, the politically disengaged and moderates are the exhausted majority. They are not participating. The bad news for liberals then is that the progressives are dictating policy and they're dictating what's being talked about. There are a lot of people who are going to be weak-willed. And when presented with someone who's screaming at them and someone offering a beer, they'll walk to the guy offering a beer because that just sounds way nicer. They're less concerned about the policy. They're more concerned about social cohesion. There are many people who are so strong-willed that when the regressive left yells at them, they say, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to do what I want. And you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to go over to these people. And there are some people who are genuinely trying to understand. But because the regressive left just yells and engages in Obama's circular firing squad, they don't get access to that information. And they say, you know what? I have no idea what you're talking about. You're lying. You're mean. What does he have to say? That's a good idea. I'll listen to them. When things get out of hand, you even see mainstream personalities finally kind of say, hey, hold on a second. And then it creates even more problems for the left. Back in October, Bill Maher blames social justice warriors for Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation. The real-time host railed against the left, alleging that they invaded Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh's privacy and didn't give him a fair shake. Bill Maher has repeatedly criticized SJWs. He does it a lot and he gets flack for it. They even call Bill Maher alt-right, and he's nowhere near the intellectual dark web. He's not a centrist. He's a Democrat. But you can see what's happening. You can see that people are generally being mean and pushing others away. Then when media picks up with the lies, nobody wants to be involved. And then finally, once people feel disillusioned and the liberals start moving away, they go in for the final blow with stories like this. The rise of YouTube's reactionary right how demographic change and YouTube's algorithm are building a new right with Dave Rubin front and center. And you get it. Dave Rubin may have moved right on some issues, 
But it seems like he's just someone who wants to find an honest conversation and get away from the loud noises, the protests, and the dogmatic ideology. So what do they do? They call him reactionary right. Vox.com, a well-established media venture, lying, absolutely lying. Because of course that story talks about people like me and it lies. The reality is when the regressive left started gaining power because they're bullies and they shut people down, many people said, you know what? As free thinking liberals, meaning people who believe in freedom and liberty, we are not going to lie, cheat, or steal. We're going to go somewhere else. We're going to walk away and have our conversation. But it's not enough for them to dominate these cultural sectors. They have to make sure they destroy anyone who dare oppose them. The platform that is the left is shrinking. It's being split. You have Democrat fighting Democrat. And now, sort of to wrap up the story, Barack Obama pointing out, and I don't think it's the first time, but pointing out, it's a circular firing squad. Do you think I want to stand in a circular firing squad? Do I want to try and justify why I believe in freedom and liberty and open discussion, free expression, free speech, the constitution, that I believe in the Bill of Rights to these people who are angry and violent and just generally mean they lie? Absolutely not. They post fake news all day, every day. They lie about what Trump is saying. They take quotes from me out of context. And thus you can see the rise of disaffected or disillusioned liberals. Probably the best way to explain what the intellectual dark web really is. Not alt-right, just people who are sick of standing in that firing squad where the left is actually attacking you. People want to have a real conversation. And that includes Ben Shapiro, who's a conservative who had recently a great conversation with Joe Rogan. These are good things that can move us forward. But the aggressive left is dangerous. So, hey, good on Obama trying to do something about it, but probably preaching to deaf ears. Well, let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Minds at TimCast. Stay tuned to new videos every day at 4 p.m. Eastern on this channel. And I'll have more videos on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all next time.